Okay. Hello. Welcome to Reimagining Work from Within. As you can hear, I'm not your usual host. I'm Nikki. I'm a Within partner, usually based in London, but today coming to you from Beirut. And I have the pleasure to host this podcast today instead of Anik, who we usually have as our wonderful host. I am super excited to introduce you to our guest today, Dora Hoffman from the company called Ultimate. And it was actually Dora's birthday yesterday. So I'm going to say happy birthday, Dora. And hello. <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me in this podcast. I was really excited about it. And thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I did not expect to highlight that on this, but it's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> Ah, you're you're very welcome, of course. Yeah, Dora is the head of people and culture at Ultimate, a tech startup that's all about helping you wow your customers through optimization of customer service. Dora was born and raised in Hungary and moved to Berlin 10 years ago to start working in the tech startup scene. Dora, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about you about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Nikki, for the intro. So uh, you pretty much described my life up until now. That's, uh, that has been the, the exciting part for me in the last 10 years professionally, to be able to you know, get into the startup world and work with different tech companies in different stages. And, and then this is how I landed at Ultimate. So I have been here in the last two and a half years and leading the people team. I actually started as a chief of staff at Ultimate, and that was a very interesting role for me because I could oversee a lot of, you know, from, from an organizational point of view, operational point of view, and, and from HR point of view, a lot of the domains. But as the company grew, we also needed to structure the people team, and, um, and I chose to go on the people path. So that's how now I ended up leading the people and culture team. And I'm lucky to have an amazing team. I'm really, really lucky to work together with the, the people who, who are in the people team and super proud of them, of what we have done up until now. And I hope I can share a little bit about that today. Right. Thank you very much for giving a bit more color to who you are and what you do. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that both of us are really passionate about, which is setting the next generation of leaders up for success. And we're going to delve into what does that actually mean and why is that important? So yeah, what do we see out there, Dora, on this topic? Why is this so important to us? Yeah, I, I feel like I could talk about this for hours, so I don't know how much time we will have on this podcast, <laughs> but let's try to, to dive into this. I mean, this has been on my mind for so long, and, and since I've been working in the people domain, I have always encountered this challenge of, you know, setting someone up who is in a manager position for success. And I think it's so important, and especially at startup companies, it's really easy to, to land a manager title or really easy to land a senior title because sometimes that's all companies can offer. And there is a lot of inconsistency sometimes between titles as for individual contributors or for managers as well. So I think in the market already itself is creating a bit of a challenge, I think. Um, and... It's not easy when you land your first manager position, when you first start leading a team, to know what to do, right? So 
already with all the challenges that it's coming with already the inconsistency in the market but again yourself as a as a new manager how how do you have to behave how do you act what do you do i find it very fascinating that sometimes especially in in startup companies you just kind of step into this role without any support or without the proper support. Maybe there is some some sort of enablement in your company, but very often there isn't because it, it is a huge investment, a huge time and you know monetary investment as well. And um and this is this is maybe an area where a freshly founded startup company does not invest yet. So I know I talk a lot about the startup scene because this is where I've been active, but it might be also different or similar in other companies as well. But this has been a topic that, um, you know, like we are passionate about in the team and we have also at Ultima tried to build out our own manager training. But what we started feeling that is that we need to bring in more expertise, right? More expertise from the leadership side that might, you might not have within your organization. So, yeah, it's, it's a very, very interesting topic to explore as the company grows, because, you know, so many of the companies in the Berlin startup scene are on a growth path. There is, you see a lot of companies going through hyper growth and that will create so many different domains and so many managers and so many teams. And so one of the the main resources for a company to preserve the culture and to be able to foster the culture, it's managers. So really, you need to make sure to invest in, in enabling them and properly setting them up for their journey. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like it's that the, they're so important in your organization, right? Your, your managers because of how you bring the culture to life and how teams actually performing. So the investment in it is very important. And what we're seeing also from our perspective is a lot of requests for like, hey, how do we, how do we set managers up for success? And what is very interested within that is that the request is not only around like basic managerial skills. It's really like, how do we give our managers some leadership skills? Because we really see that that is extremely important in the running of the business. So not just the day-to-day -day managerial things, but also like, how do we really move things forward? How, how do we really get the best out of our people? And yeah, absolutely. Like, I think it's a very interesting experience to see that in the tech world, like coming from working from a big FTSE 100 firm, I saw the same thing. I saw individual technical contributors being put in manager roles, leading a team, and they have no idea what to do. So it is really yeah. something that is super worth investing in. And I think... So I'm really excited that we're having this conversation and to hear your perspective. So we talk about, a lot about managing, but also about leading. How would you mm -hmm. describe the difference between managing and leading? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. So when you manage a team, when you start managing a team, you have a job description, you have a GD for it. And it's more about the administrative task of what you need to do to make sure that your team executes, to make sure that your team hits the targets and hits the goals. Apart from that, there is so many managerial activities that you need to start uh, picking up on, like absence management and 
you know, basic like contract management, working together with the, the HR team, collaborating with the finance team on compensation, for example, or learn a little bit about the, the labor law that you are in the location where you are operating or where you have team members. So it's for me, it's fairly administrative and have to just learn it because, because you don't know these kind of things when you work as an individual contributor. And as you mentioned, Nikki, a lot of the times what happens is if you are the best individual contributor in the company, you sometimes get promoted into a manager position. But that doesn't mean that that comes naturally to you and then you know exactly what you have to do as a manager. So these are the things that you can learn. And then and then fairly quickly, right, when you get into an organization, every organization has different processes and manager activities that they would request you to do in your position. And then leadership, on the other hand, is more about inspiring and enabling people, right? It's more about how you can get the best out of your team, how you can foster creativity in the team, how you can reach like, the highest level of collaboration between people, leverage the, the diversity of your team, for example. So it's more about, you know, like high level uh, skills that you learn through experience, through leading a team or through coaching and, and proper training. It's, it's much, much harder than learning what you actually need to do in a day-to-day -day as a manager. In, and the, you learn about your managerial activities, it's much, much harder and takes time and, and takes experience because even if you know the theory, there are so many great leadership books out there and podcasts and, and trainings, which is great, but you still need to put that into practice and constantly educate yourself and constantly learn to always be, you know, you always, to always improve. And for me, you know, these two elements work together. And then you're a great leader because you cannot miss out on the day-to-day -day administrative tasks and then just inspire, right? And also the other way around. It doesn't work. One doesn't work without the other. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for highlighting that difference because I feel sometimes we struggle to really understand that. We struggle how it is different. And I think your articulation of it is yeah, super clear and really useful, really useful to hear from somebody that really works in this from a day-to-day -day basis. Well, for the last six months, we had the pleasure to take ultimate managers on a leadership development journey. And we had two cohorts running through yeah, a really fascinating program that we designed together to really help managers upskill on their leadership skills. So what was your specific need and what things did you consider that like that were important to you to make this program a success? Yeah, that's a very good question because we have put so much work into this. We have put so much thought into the brief of this training because we really wanted to make sure that we we build up a training program that is really in alignment with our people strategy and also fits into the cadence of people projects that we will be running throughout the, the second half of the year. So it was a very well thought out process. And then so even before we started communicating and collaborating with you, with Vidin, we have, we have been brainstorming and creating the strategy for a couple of weeks then. And, and really nail it down, like what we're going to be doing and what we want our managers to, to be learning about. 
Also because, as I mentioned before, the managerial skills you can learn, we can give you this as an organization because we have the certain processes that we are running. So we wanted to make sure that people understand, the managers understand what those processes are and then they can follow them. There is documentation to support. We run internal trainings. But what we really wanted to make sure is to bring in external expertise, also to create you know, a lot more credibility and a lot more trust that between the managers and, and Ultimate, because first of all, because we wanted them to know that we invest in them, that we want them to grow, we want to grow with them together. And the, the knowledge and the expertise that we didn't have internally, we wanted to make sure that to bring it into the company. So then everybody gets the same level of training and everybody learns about the, the, the elements of the people strategy and the elements of how we want ultimate leaders to lead in a manager training. So it's been, I mean, the journey has been just incredible. I'm so, so glad that we chose you as partners because this has just been just beyond expectations and I think I had my first wow moment and aha moment on on the first session and then I thought okay you know I already had super high expectations but then the second session was even more impressive and we can go in and talk about this a little bit in detail but back to the question about like what was important what was really important for us is that we can really shape and personalize this training together with you and then because we brief you to deliver to train our managers right so we brief you and we collaborate with you on on the development of our of our leaders and for us, it was really important to, to, to be on the same page and to share the same values and, and that we can really trust you to deliver mm -hmm. those trainings the way we would like them to be delivered. So that was super important. Yeah. And well, thank you. Thank you for saying all of that. And like, we have so enjoyed this journey with you. And from the beginning, we were super impressed with the brief. And I think you're highlighting something so important, right? Like if you go out and you seek a development journey like this, get really clear on what it is that you're actually looking for. And the thing that really stood out to us was like how it really indeed spoke to your people strategy, how you really had considered the things that you were going to move towards in 2022 in your people strategy. And therefore, what is needed from our managers so that we can that really helped you get clarity on the outcomes that you were looking for. So what were some of the specific outcomes that you were looking for in terms of a journey together? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we actually had really specific outcomes. We are very number driven. We are very data driven, yes, even in the people are. team. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know, we don't just trust, you know, random compliments and feedback. We just really want to make sure that what we deliver has the value and we can prove it also with numbers so yeah. we did want to actually the one of the main deliverables here or one of the main targets was to increase um, growth and development driver in our engagement scores and that was successful so we were really happy so not just growth and development but also manager connection so these were the two drivers that we 
we really wanted to double down on. There are so many drivers that we screen down at in our engagement strategy, but we really strategically, how we build up the people strategy, we strategically want to make sure that we, we focus on certain drivers in a certain time period, quarter or half year. And these two were so important for us, and we, we wanted to make sure that we get tangible results on that. So that was one of the, you know, getting feedback from not just from the managers, but from the whole organization. So we get really positive response on that. And another outcome that we were looking for is that we wanted to make sure that the managers are also appreciated and they feel it. Yes. Because I think that can really be a lonely position sometimes. Totally. And you can feel really alone in certain situations. And you can sometimes have this disconnect even between the company and you in, in certain cases. And, yeah. and you, don't, you know, it's so important that they know that they are supported. They know that they are, we want them to be enabled and we want them to be able to handle situations and I think we managed to do that because we created but also just by creating the cohorts and having those peer learning sessions we also yeah. created the community between those cohorts and support almost like support groups so that they know there was a lot of realization and enlightenment about how we deal with very very similar issues on a day-to-day and sharing those and working, working through those together is much easier than just by yourself. And I think makes, that was that was no. So I was important. just going to say, like, yeah. it makes you Go feel on. that you're less alone, right? Like to the point of like feeling that you're alone sometimes in that role. Like having that connection and hearing other people's experiences really helps you see that actually. You know, we're all facing the same thing here, maybe. So how, yeah, how do we go about that? Exactly. In, in the sense that we learn together and we, we're we not on our own in the end. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, a, you know, that's on the very emotional side of yes. things. But also Super just emotional. like simply saying, but I, how I started at the beginning is sometimes you're just promoted because you're the best individual contributor yes. in your company. And suddenly you find yourself in a manager position, but you have no idea what to do. You're managing your colleagues. You're managing the yeah. people that you're, were your peers yesterday, and now you are leading them. So how on earth you, you should know what to do, right? So we just wanted to make sure that there is enablement for that in the business because it's so important. And, and we, you know, it also creates so much credibility for the team as well, that your team knows that you are going through a manager training. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing it for them as well. You're doing it for your own development, but also for for each and every team member so that you can learn how you can best support their development. So that was super crucial for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I love love that you highlight that. And I love that, yeah, it's like shine a spotlight on like how we can learn together in this and how how important that is, that kind of peer-to-peer connection and the understanding that creates. What does leadership mean at Ultimate? And how did the program align to that? Yeah, so I think the program was actually a very important part and played a very important role for managers at Ultimate to become leaders. And that's exactly what we wanted because we were 
learning to be good managers. We were, we were building processes. We were doing an internal trainings, but we knew that we need to level up every single one of us. We need to level up into good leaders. And we already had amazing leaders in the company, right? But this, we are, in this podcast, we are talking about the next generation, like setting up the next yes. generation for, for success. And yes. um, even though we, you know, we were trying to leverage the leadership experience from some of our senior leaders, which was, which was beautiful. Like we had conversations and trainings with them as well. Obviously, they are also busy. They also cannot support us on that journey so much. So we wanted to give more and then be become even better leaders. So that was leadership just means for us to become to step up from managers to actually be able to lead the teams and lead with empowerment and lead with enablement and not just manage workload and manage the day-to-day -day and, and, you know, register sicknesses and, right. and all these to-dos. So for us, it was really about let, let's get together as a company and then let's learn how to be better. We are already good. Like, don't get me wrong, every single individual at ultimate and every single person in management position is already amazing but you know you can always be better and you can always learn and this is the learning that we really needed to level up so i'm really glad that we were able to do that because and we get a lot of compliments as well about how you know at early stage like this you're already doing manager training such an extensive 6 month program and i was really proud of that because you know like people develop like instantly develop trust towards the organization when they see that you actually invest in your people you invest in the managers you don't just assume that someone steps into a position and and then they will ace it and they will know what to do and then you know they are successful straight away some of us did try to figure out you know from a very early on how to do things better and like we shared some stuff with each other and and, you know, you can read a lot from books and you can educate yourself as well, which I, I still think you should, you know, never stop. Even though we did always, this six months training, always it was learning. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're always learning, which is great. But I think you need to go through a formal training and coaching like this to unlock a lot of the potentials in yourself yeah. as well. And to unlock also a lot of the blockers that you might think like, oh, I don't know that, like, you know, I don't have experience. Like, how would I solve this problem? There is a situation in my team. And then going through a program like that, especially with the peer learning sessions, you realize that's the struggle everybody has every day. So yeah. that it just makes it so much easier for you to reach out and then to think about it with, you know, maybe co-create solutions with others and then go into your team or to one-on-one -on -one conversation and try to resolve situations. Sometimes you get really blocked when you face an issue, there is something going on in your team and you don't know how to handle it or you don't know how to best handle it maybe. And it's yeah. really helpful to be able to reach out for support. Yeah, absolutely. And what I've really seen in, in each and every one of the two cohorts, the people attending the, the program and the journey, like each one of the or each individual is a leader in their own right. 
and really how they've been showing up like and week after week coming to the sessions, contributing to the peer learning, really being vulnerable and sharing what's going on for them. I've really enjoyed working with because they are, they really care. They really care about their teams. They really care about getting the best out of their teams and they really want to improve themselves. They want to be good leaders. And I'm really excited to see like what kind of impact this will have on your culture, because we know that leadership is such a big part of culture. And um, I feel that the more people are really equipped to be good leaders, the better your culture is going to be. Do you have any other reflections on that from a cultural perspective? Because I know you're very hot on culture and it's like something that's always on your mind. So love to hear yeah. a bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So there is this whole, I think the whole training was also part of, you know, contributing to the leadership culture and and with that to the broader company culture. And I do agree with you. I think for me, one of the biggest moments in that, in the trainings were how vulnerable we were in some of the conversations and how willing the people were to share. And, and, you know, we responded to each other's struggles and there was a lot of support. So generally, that's how our culture is, actually. There's a lot of support and enablement and everyone's, you know, we are in it together. We're a startup. We have to stick together to make it, right? And somehow, yeah. like, funny enough, before this training, we, I don't think we had this in our leadership culture, right? Or at least between the peers. Right. We didn't really okay. have that relationship between the peers. And I okay. think the training really unlocked that because we were able to, yeah. And that was, for me, one of the greatest things there. And it's not just the learning and, you know, all the models that we went through and all the aha moments that we had, but really connecting with my peers and 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 know that, okay, I, I know that I can reach out to them for support. And I think that contributed so much to our leadership culture as well. And that the, the fact as well that you don't have to be in these situations alone, because that's also how our company culture is. Like, you don't have to be alone. We have so many you know, channels for help. So, so many yeah. like Slack channels. If you need any support, you can ask anyone. You can, we have an open space office. You can walk up to anyone. It's very, very open, the culture yes. that we have. So, yeah. yeah, why didn't we have that in the between leadership, like between peers as well? Yeah. I don't know, but now we do. So, that's great. And I think that was a big cultural moment as well for us. That's really, that's really great to hear. I love that you shared that. Did you have any key learnings during, because you attended as well. You were part of one of our cohorts, which was every <laughs> time you were there. So that was yes. super exciting to have you there. So yeah. Did you have Thank any you. key learnings or what's been one of the highlights for you? Yeah. hundred percent. I think I had the, the biggest key learning for me. And I think I can speak for everybody else because we just, we were buzzing in the office after that session it was the drama triangle right and <laughs> it's a good it one was just, it was so great and that was the, the anticipation that we learned one side of the drama triangle and learned about the different roles that you know you take on as a manager yeah. but not just as a manager but as a human being as, as a well. human right yeah Exactly. It's a, you know, you can't separate that. You can't just like put on your manager coat and then like be the manager at work and then go home and put on your person, you know, coat. No, yeah, you are, like you are what you are. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. And to actually see how we are all 
you know, on that side, on one side of the drama triangle and can associate with one of the roles, can relate to one of the roles and realize like, oh, this is not, not how I should be reacting or not how I should be doing things. So why? And we all thought, because I think, I don't know how much I can say, but I think we were all in the rest, most of us in the rescuer role. Right. Of the, yes. yeah, As exactly, managers, the that makes complete makes complete sense right like exactly we help people it's about helping people right yeah and you think you're doing something good and you think you think you're helping but you're not it's very counterproductive and <laughs> it was amazing actually to i love the anticipation between the showing us revealing the other side of the drama triangle <laughs> there was a whole two weeks of waiting and everyone was talking about like I wonder what's on the other side and how I should be reacting and that was great I think also the conversations we had about it and also how we referred back to the drama triangle almost every single session yeah. after that I think that was really good I think that was that was a great 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 foundation for the whole training That's so my that. highlight was definitely that was well, that yeah, we we really love bringing that thinking and that tool really to to the groups that we work with because it's so powerful because it because it, it and it's powerful because it actually just speaks to our normal human behavior and I think yeah that's what's been wonderful throughout this program I find as well it's that it's really could highlight each and every individual's humanity and how we show up. And yeah. how do we have productive conversations around that? And how do we create awareness? And once we have that awareness, like how can we make different choices that are even better for ourselves and our team? So I'm very excited to hear that that's one of your highlights. And Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. was blown away. And then just the realization <laughs> of it was just really good. And the, the awareness that it created, I think, in all of us, that was so important. And we, I think we do hold each other accountable since then. You yeah, know, we do refer great. back to it and, and I think that's, yeah, that's great. That's great. And, and then the other highlight for me was that some of the, some of the personal conversations or some of the questions that, you know, check-ins when at the beginning of sessions, realizing how everyone shows up with so much more on a session than, you know, mm. and just bring, just brings them, them their whole self. And how, you know, you can have any, you can be in any mood during the day. You don't know what the other person is feeling. You don't know what the, how the other person's last night went or, or this morning went and what they are dealing with, what struggles they are having. And then just in, in check-in situations, situations, sharing that, it was very eye-opening for me to, and I think for, for most of us as well, to acknowledge that, that, oh, everyone's coming to work with you know with their own baggage let's say and and then we just need to really make sure that we have so much empathy towards each other even in a stressful situation because you tend to forget about that you tend to if you have stress somehow you want other people to be stressed as well or somehow you know (laughs) you want to share the stress Yeah, of course, because there is a problem. So everybody should have, everybody should be in panic mode. (laughs) But then realizing that that's not, that's not how it should be, right? And, and then just make sure to, to acknowledge it. Okay. 
I actually don't know how you know your morning went, Nikki, or how your how your last night went, and it could have yes. gone either way, bad or good. So I don't know which what with with which emotions and mood you're gonna show up to work today. And then just always be respectful to that you don't know, and that what you see is just the tip of the iceberg. And there's so much more under that. And then just always have this in the back of your mind and just have this like a a huge amount of empathy towards the people that you work with. Because I think we already had so much respect towards each other, but maybe, maybe we, I think we really learned to have empathy. At least I did. So that was also a big highlight for me. Yeah. And I love hearing that because I really feel like most of, of your, your crew had that kind of realization around empathy. And we actually ran our final session this morning, hey? And like a big part of it is like, we can, like we were talking around, you know, how do we create inclusive conversations with our team and the importance of actually not assuming, you know, how other people are feeling or assuming that their morning went well or assuming how they might feel towards needing to give a presentation, for instance, tomorrow, like, right, can, how can we step in with, yeah, more empathy, more curiosity, really try to understand each other so we can get the best out of each other. Um, so I really feel that from, you know, we started working together in July till to now, like it's really been a shift I've been noticing and that's been really great. Um, yeah, I'm glad that so- you say that, that you also noticed, I think, throughout the, the, the months that we spent together, I think a lot of yeah, I feel like there was a lot of things shared. And I also loved how the conversations became really organic. Because yeah. sometimes at the beginning, you know, in group situations that you maybe people are a bit hesitant to share. But I felt like from the second session on, always the, you know, the hands up emoji was up and Zoom. Yeah. People were actually eager to share. Yeah, it was great to see the, the involvement and how how motivated people were to actually share and how they enjoyed it so that was great yeah that was really great and it was also really great that we could just be flexible you know I remember there was one session where we were just like actually we had something else planned today but what we're sensing Mm -hmm. into with the group is that we need to focus on the topic that you're now all speaking to because we always do a check-in you know in our sessions and people that work with us know that and then things surface and it's like actually we can throw out the agenda and let's just focus on what is important and I love that everyone is is up for that and really is up for leaning into yeah. the conversation. And to me, that is a great leadership skill on its own. What can yeah. we sense this group needs and can we tap into that? So yeah, definitely lots yep. of growth happening. <laughs> yeah, you got to be agile if you work at the startup. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely being demonstrated. Thank you so much for all your wonderful thoughts and insights around this again it's been a true pleasure working with such inspiring company and great leaders we always love to do some rapid fire questions with our guests at the end would you be up for that of course let's do that all right let's get into that so the first question what three words would you use to describe the workplace culture you'd like to lead I would say inspired, because if the culture I lead is inspired, then I do my job well. Responsible, <laughs> <laughs> because I want to work at a company at a company whose culture acts and owns its own domain, and right. open to new ideas, learnings, and development. 
Great. So inspired, responsible, and open, right? Exactly. Open to learning. Great. Okay. And what three words would you use to define the future of work? Definitely AI, empowering, AI. <laughs> and automation. That's the future. Okay. Lovely. And yes, working in a tech startup and particularly what Ultimate does. I think exactly. I'm not surprised <laughs> that those are your answers. <laughs> yeah, I really, but I really see it. And then the buzz around AI and automation, I think yeah. has been proving me right as well. So I think it's also time-wise, you know, really resonating. Yeah. And I think for everyone who's similar to me, where we're sort of in denial that actually automation and AI is, a thing and is happening. Let's catch it's up, everyone. Mickey. You've heard it <laughs> exactly. now from Dora. <laughs> I'm here to Which, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Which one quality is your superpower? Positivity. Definitely. Yeah, I can. I definitely see that. Like in the time that we've been working together, you're always, always extremely positive. And yeah, that makes it a joy yeah, to work you gotta together. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, you do. And what one quality would you describe as your development area? Definitely patience. But I also feel like I have been learning so much about myself lately. And oh. the patience part came out a lot I think in the manager training with with you guys so I've been working on that a lot but I tend to be yeah I think that's that's definitely my development in area and I tend to be really impatient and want to you know execute and go into solutions but now I'm I'm learning I'm learning about it and learning to stay more curious stay in the moment and just be be more patient yeah thank you for sharing that and as someone who's one of biggest development areas is also patience. That okay. resonates a lot with me. And I think we could record an entire podcast about that alone. But we, <laughs> we shall can not. do that next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that next time. Yeah. Outside of work, what is your most treasured spot? My most treasured spot, especially outside of work, especially after work, after long days of work, my spot next to my puppy on the sofa, yeah. chilling and just reflecting on the day. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, you were sharing about your dog earlier, so that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's your one of your favorite places. Yeah. And is there a person or a brand you'd like to shine a light on today? Yeah, I would highlight Patagonia because they are such an impressive and inspiring value-driven business. And I love this history and the stories of value-driven businesses. And Patagonia is just close to my heart for what they do and their mission. Yeah, absolutely. I would completely echo that. I also feel very inspired by them. Totally. I'm actually wearing a Patagonia jumper right now. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And lastly... If you had to pick one song that represented who you are as a leader, what would it be? It would be Hall of Fame from the script. Okay. If you listen Love to the lyrics, song. yeah, you can see the positivity in there. So I think you can see how it resonates with me having positivity chosen as one of my superpowers. So I think that's a great, great, inspiring song. 
Lovely. I love that song. Dora, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. It's been so fun chatting to you and so fun chatting about a topic that we both are so yeah passionate about. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Nikki. Likewise, I think it was it was a great experience and and the great six month journey with within. So thanks for that as well. And I think that was a great, you know, ending of it, ending the year, ending that the manager training with this great discussion. So I think that was amazing timing as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're ending on a high. So yeah, great. exactly. And looking forward to seeing what might be in store for Ultimate in 2023. Yeah, Um, just stay tuned for anything that comes out next year. Exactly. (laughs) And thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed learning more about how you can set the next generation of leaders up for success. And you have taken some nuggets of wisdom from what Dora shared with us today. You can find more information about Ultimate on ultimate.ai and you can find more about Dora on LinkedIn. Her name is Dora Hoffman, double S, double N, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tune- Nikki. Thank you. Tune into our podcast every other week for more episodes on what's happening in the culture and leadership space what's on the minds of leaders committed to change in our community and other future of work content you create. Reimagining work from within is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much and see you next time.